The Weezer Bracket is brought to you by Elon Musk. Hey, Andrew, who's your new hero? Elon Musk. Oh, why is that? Because he smokes weed now. Oh, man. Wow, I thought he was a stuffy, like, billionaire, but now I think he's cool. I used to think Elon Musk was an ignorant, stupid idiot. Yeah. Like, I thought he was the dumbest piece of shit in the world. Like, the stupidest human being. Yeah, I mean, look, he put, like, $2 trillion into making an electric car that is not worth owning. Like, I thought he was an idiot. But you know what happened? What? He went on the Joe Rogan podcast... And I mean, smoke the blunt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, I bet Elon Musk skateboards now. I bet he can do a wall grind. He is cool. If only I could be like Elon Musk. Elon Musk is like Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Whenever, you're, whenever Elon Musk is not on screen, you have the characters talk about Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's amazing? If you ever go on Quora... The, like that question and answer website. I've been on it, yes. Search Elon Musk there because there's all these people who are just like obsessed with Elon Musk. They think that like if they copy everything Elon Musk does, they too will be successful instead of like, you know, just being a guy who was lucky enough to be there when PayPal started. <laughs> and they're just like, how much caffeine a day does Elon Musk drink? <laughs> does, does Elon Musk drink alcohol? You know, it's like they, they want to know all these like minutia bits of Elon Musk's life to, so that they can copy that. And So like, are, they, are they all smoking weed now? I bet they are. <laughs> <laughs> I've, look, I've, seen, I've looked at that one picture so many times because I find it the funniest picture. Isn't it kind of, he looks so much like Edward, Edward G. Robertson in that. <laughs> he looks like he You is, see here. <laughs> he looks like he is so fucking miserable. He's like trying to like, he's like a freshman. Well, he's, he, apparently that's the first time he's ever smoked a blunt. <laughs> um, what's he's the, just like, this? don't cough, don't cough, don't cough, don't cough. Do you think cough. he went out, to, you, went, you think he like had his people run out and buy him a ton of Swisher sweets after that? So he could. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm a Phillies man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what an idiot. I bet like some guy has like sold him like an ounce of weed for like 450 bucks now. (laughs) He's like, yeah, this is what it costs. Can I say, it would be pretty awesome if we were actually sponsored by Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon, give us some fucking money, you (laughs) fucking coward. He's got the money. Like, just give us, like, give a week's worth of your weed budget to us now. Yeah. <laughs> Elon, I got two challenges for you. One, give us money. And two, make a car worth driving. <laughs> All right. You want to start? I guess. Yeah. Hey, we are back. Weezer bracketing it up. (laughs) (laughs) That literally lights the year to life. It really does. (laughs) Do you want to explain why? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even use this podcast to promote yourself. I guess you will eventually. Well, I will, but that shit is so far down the line. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. So... um, this week in Weezer News, it's not Weezer News, but there was a GQ article with uh, Paul McCartney released this week. Uh, Paul McCartney, notably not a member of Weezer at any point. No. 
Maybe it'll be a collaboration one day. Well, that'd be sick. <laughs> Did you see Rivers kind of? I don't know if he actually said it or he's retweeting someone saying, you know, the way he does. But he's like, I would love if uh, Kanye made a seven song Weezer album with us, produced a seven song. Weezer album? Yeah, I'm like, wait, did I tweet that at some point? I think I did. <laughs> Maybe he's just reading your tweets. Maybe. Hey, uh, you know what? That makes Rivers a very smart I, man. I, you have to believe he's semi-aware this podcast exists. Yeah. There's a chance. They, they have to know. They don't have to. No, but he's pretty like in, He's involved. very online. He's very online. I think there's a chance he knows this podcast exists. Rivers, we do love you. We love you a lot. We're sorry about some of the things we said, though. But in, in this GQ article, Paul McCartney admits to one Sir time, Paul McCartney. Sir Paul McCartney admits that him and he and John Lennon once jerked off together. With like a bunch of other dudes, too. Like it wasn't just them. I think, yeah, it was just kind of, yeah, yeah, it was like just, they were all just hanging out. And like, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. As you know, you know, sometimes you get bored hanging out. I understand it. But my question is do you think Rivers and any of the other band members have ever jerked off together? <laughs> um, I'm going to say that Rivers is a little more reserved than any member of the Beatles. I could see back in the day, Matt Sharp starts it. And Rivers <laughs> is just like, well, is maybe- this why he was kicked out of the band? <laughs> no. <laughs> You just keep having these jerking parties, dude. That's not the Weezer way. <laughs> We're in the joking parties. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could imagine just Matt Sharp, a little more free-minded. Maybe Brian Bell, one of them starts it. Rivers is a little hesitant I think at first. I think, no, I think Pat's way into it. Yeah, I think Pat's into it. And then I think Rivers might join in eventually. He needs some coaxing. But he can't finish. Oh, that's a little twist. Yeah. That's that's maybe where some of the angst for the first two albums came from. <laughs> when do you think the dipped off? When do you think the <laughs> post like jerking parties albums came from? Want, want, once Matt Matt Sharp's gone and they're like, you know, we're just kinda like doing our own thing now. I think they maybe tried to keep it going, but then they stopped and that's how make believe happened. <laughs> That's when he. That's when Rivers took up Vipassana and meditation because he wasn't having those jerking parties anymore. You know what was great about that GQ thing was like they're just like talking about like all being in the room, and then someone say like Bridget Bardot, and they're all like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you appreciate the technology we have to where we have whatever grotesque pornography that you are into on demand for free. Anywhere you want. Yeah. Like, I don't have to say things, you know. I don't have to say, I don't know, Katy Perry or whoever. You Who do you, know? What name do you think Matt Sharp sh- screamed at Rivers? Let's say this is 1994. Sherry <laughs> Too Too early. Too early. Um, maybe he screamed, uh, like, Shannon Doherty or something like that. <laughs> I'm very happy for pornography and the internet. That's what I'm going to say. That's true. All right, let's get started. I love Weezer and I love pornography. Those, are the, those are the two like staples in my life. Those are the tenets of this podcast. We love Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> Round one. Heart songs. Off of Weezer, the Red Album. Gordon Lightfoot sang a song about a boat that's taking the lake at the break of the morning. Faith, he could believe in Joan Baez. I never lived. 
much jazz But hippie songs could be good in a pad Eddie Rabbit sang about how much he loved a rainy night Abedeeval, Benatar were there the day John Lennon died Versus Da Vinci. Off of Everything Will Be Alright in the End. It's a slugfest coming on down, man. I tell you what. <laughs> I think you're probably a little more uh, split than I am on this one. Oh, yeah. Given that one of these is like... A song that I always try and fight for. You have been for. complaining about for fucking years. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that. And there's the other one I actually, actually said is not that bad every time. And somehow it keeps on, it keeps on, on going. going. <laughs> I kind of like this. I kind of like Da Vinci. While like Heart Songs is a song that I fucking hate. Hey, you know what... Uh, Da Vinci is what? It's Italian for Da Vinci. <laughs> I took a I took Italian actually. You took Italian in college. Wow! For a year, we needed a foreign language credit. And you I, only had to do one year. Yeah, we had to do three fucking years at Texas, in, and I took Spanish. And guess what? In college, in college, yeah, in college you had to. Yes, that's ridiculous. In, hold on, I have a radio, television, film degree, like. <laughs> I had to take three fucking years. That was the that was the only C I got. That was the only class I was ever in in danger of failing because the other well, ones were just like write a fucking bullshit screenplay and turn it in if it's we forty had to, pages we had, you pass. We only had to do a year and like you could also you could also test out of it. Like if you like did three or four years in high school and you could you were good at it, so you were able to test out. Yeah, guess what I I did. I tested out the first two years. Oh, so you don't have to take a, take a year, actually. But I had to take the third fucking year. Jesus. Guess what? That is jumping into the fucking deep end with lead weights around your ankles. Well, I took a, three years of French in high school, and I didn't. And like, I tried to test out, really didn't. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I might as well try something new, which is really stupid, because I should have just taken that year of French where I already had a base knowledge, and it would I could have probably cruised a little bit simpler. But I was trying to be fucking like Mr. Hey, why don't I try and learn something Oh, let here? me expand my horizons. Oh, fuck this. This sucks. This sucks. Like basically, what I learned from from my year of Spanish is that like that testing out is just like so fucking terrible because they're like, oh, what's the antecedent of this thing in Spanish? I'm like, I don't know what the fucking antecedent is in English, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, and then it's just like, and like, is it like first day they were already making you you had to speak full Spanish? No, like fortunately, well, the problem with our Spanish department was that it was all like teaching aids yeah like my actual professor for that i never laid eyes on i never saw it was all just this and so number one you couldn't like game the system you couldn't figure out who was an easier teacher yeah than the others yeah they weren't expecting us to go full spanish but like they're expecting me to know all this shit and like i don't and then it's like the vocabulary we were learning was like about like 
pollution and protesting and it's like i am never going to fucking talk about this with anybody like in a foreign language so we had a professor and then but then we had to do after class you know we had to do like two hours a week you know with a teacher's aid you know like, kind of like an after class sort of thing meet up yeah. but the problem was i took it my junior year because i kind of was like i'm not gonna fucking do this i kind of put it off yeah and then my teacher's aid was like a girl my year who i used to get really fucked up with and i was like and like, it's really hard <laughs> for me to take her seriously and it, it, it like it kind of like put a kink in our relationship because i was not taking her seriously because it's like yo i know you way too well here i'll tell you this the only time i had a real problem with anything like that was in that spanish class yeah like it was at like fucking two in the afternoon and i came in from getting so fucking wasted the night before they like she called on me to read something and it's like I could not even see the words on the page. <laughs> like I'm, and I'm just like staring at. And she's just like, "We'll come back to you." And fortunately, she never did. Yeah, I felt bad. I'm sorry, Rachel Oppenheimer. That, that's Hold on. Do you know what? How, how much this sucks? What? Like, so I went to the University of Texas film program. Richard Linklater and Robert Rodriguez both do not have their degrees. Because they both have not fulfilled their foreign language requirements. Oh, God, that sucks so much. Hold on. How does Robert Rodriguez not... How did he not finish Spanish? (laughs) (laughs) It seems like it's probably really easy. It feels like that should have been... That's like an easy A. That's an easy A. Like, like, I get it for Richard Linklater. <laughs> also, Richard Linklater had one of the greatest breakout indie first features of all time that propelled him to a long career to where he didn't need his degree. But it's like, Robert Rodriguez, take the easy A. Take it. If I, you know, I don't like Robert Rodriguez, but his first feature is really good and kind of instrumental in indie film. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't like take that away. And and like um the story uh, around it's all yeah, fake, yeah, but you know. Yeah. But it's it's really well made. Okay. Um going back to the Weezer songs. You know, we talk negatively about a lot of Weezer songs, but you know what? I'm very happy that they never did one where there was anything in Spanish. I'm really happy about that. They have that in that Hindi part in Love is the Answer. Oh, you mean like you don't, you're glad there's no like river singing Spanish? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm glad yeah. he didn't try to do a Despacito like Justin Bieber, who inspired Can't Stop Partying. Yes. <laughs> Heart songs, I think I've, talking, I've talked a lot of shit. I've, I've talked so much shit about on this podcast. Yeah. Though I've never called it fart songs. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's so mad at me right now. I think he's about to walk away. You want to sing the diarrhea song again? <laughs> I try to have a goddamn classy podcast here, and this is fucking one out. This isn't decent. Interesting mashup because this is where Rivers is laying out a lot of his influences. Yeah. One thing I can appreciate about about Heart Songs is he's kind of like trying to make it this sort of Rosetta Stone where he's like, listen, I know I've been Which he said, some, somewhat of an enigma. He says Rosetta Stone so many times in the Finchie too. I know. That's probably how he was learning Spanish, was using Rosetta Stone <laughs> to pass his, his Harvard foreign language requirement. 
<laughs> but he kind of lays it out. He's kind of like paving the way for this podcast. He's like, if you want to decipher me, you have to like read all these books and shit. And of course, we did not do that. But, no. But he's like, here's what makes me me. And on some level, I appreciate that because he's always been reserved and enigmatic. Wait, are you saying this about Da Vinci? Are you about saying, heart songs, baby. What books? You said there's books he needs to read He's about? like talking all of his references, you know? Okay. There's no book references in, in, in heart songs. I don't know why I used books. I'm just thinking about books. <laughs> when are you ever thinking about books? I'm thinking about the Bible, 247, baby. <laughs> there are two great books that you've only read. You've read the Bible, uh-huh. and you've read, read Drill's book. I have not read Drill's book. I don't own Drill's book. Yet. I do. I mean, it's the Bible, too, basically. <laughs> I kind of like that the Rivers kind of has like almost like a weird Twitter feed some t- at times. I, well, yeah, of course we appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> How, I mean, the people who even know us don't understand what's going on on our Twitter feeds half the time. <laughs> There's so many times when he'll, when he'll tweet something, and I'll have to explain, he probably didn't actually write this. This is not his actual thought. He does this weird thing where he goes on the Weezer, like, kind of Facebook pages and Weezer, like, memberships and just retweets think, random things people says that's like he, he probably didn't say that Kanye West thing no I might have said that and like it's so fascinating to me I mean he's searching for his own name he, he sponsored our other podcast <laughs> that's fine I mean I think that's a better use of it to like be weird than to like talk shit to people I like that he's using it to be w- just weird other than just to <laughs> not even talk shit to get mad about what people are saying like I don't yeah, yeah. He's I not think, doing a clap your hand say yeah. I think the thing right now, though, is like, I mean, Rivers has probably spent t- almost like 15 years of having bad criticism thrown at him at all yeah. times. Basically, since probably the Green Album came out, he's had to deal with it. No. Oh, since Pinkerton. 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 Jeez, I, 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 yeah. I mean, that's famously what kind of broke him a little bit. I mean, and let's be honest, probably all of his pre-Weezer projects. Yeah. Honestly, he was probably criticized for like, you know, in second grade for like handwriting and like, you know. Oh, I was. Not knowing his times tables or something like did that. They, did they give you a handwriting grade in like grade school? Yeah, I always was fucking shit. I always get like a C. Yeah. <laughs> they're always like, you know, you, 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 you people are going to have to read this for the rest of your life. And it's like, ha, text messaging, Fuck bitch. Fuck you, ha, ha. <laughs> No one reads my handwriting. Yeah. Yeah, but hard songs, I mean, I, I don't have much more to say because we've, this is the third time we've ta- had to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, it still sucks. But I'm saying I like that he's laying it all out there. He's like, you want to know who I am. This is what made me, this is what shaped me into whatever I am. I mean, there's like three different Weezer songs that do that now. But like, I think Da Vinci is just a lazy like, baby, you're so pretty, you're like art. No, I like that's not kind of, it's like, I kind of always like that. It's like, even, you know, it's kind of like saying you can't describe this person. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's just like. It's the whole point of the song. I always kind of like that. It, it, yeah. That he's trying to put it into a song, but he knows you, he can't. Yeah. But he also has like. 20 other songs in which he does. (laughs) Well, this time he met, well, this for this person who clearly doesn't exist, he wasn't able to. So he wrote a song about not being able to. Yeah, you cannot make it the point that it's his wife because he has songs about her. How much does the whistling drive you nuts in Da Vinci? I... 
Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a fucking like Sesame Street song. Yeah, it sounds uh, yeah, not exactly Sesame Street. Um, but it sounds like children's programming. Yeah, it sounds may, Raffy maybe. I was gonna say Raffy too. <laughs> not quite Raffy, but I was thinking Raffy. Raffy had some killer hooks, man. Baby, baby Beluga. <laughs> That's some good shit. That's a. Nick, I'm announcing it right now. <laughs> Our next podcast is the Raffy Bracket. <laughs> Hold on, how many fucking albums does Raffy have? Oh, it's got to be a ton, man. I mean, he's fucking doing it forever. Oh, well, I'm surprised there's not been a Raffy Rivers collaboration. I don't see how the kids. Holy shit! Okay, God, he's been doing this since '74. Jesus fuck. Um. Oh, wow. He was born in Egypt. Uh, Discography. Holy Jesus Christ. One, two. Whoa, he hasn't. Dude, the fucking Rathy bracket is going to be fucking crazy. Hold on. He has a a, uh, album called Adult Entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I'm looking at his. I'm looking at it too right now. Yeah. Baby Beluga's got to be the number one seller, right? I have no idea. I'm That's like, the one that my mom always sang to me. There's not a separate discography thing, so I don't know. Do you think Rivers has ever like sang Raffy songs to his children? There's 31 albums, not counting Best of Raffy. Um, <laughs> that's that's. Uh, wait, oh wait, that country goes raffy is not not one of his it's a tribute album to him there's gotta be another best of raffy before this 2017 album like there's no way there was never like a best of raffy not released before this hold on he has one that's song for the dalai lama what the fuck is raffy's <laughs> discography banana phone sounds like a big one that's yeah yeah i know that from the meme I'm guessing like oh the singable songs collection has got to be a best of Raffy '96. Yeah. Um, Jesus fuck. Do you think Rivers has ever covered Raffy for his kids? Yeah. Yeah. What was the show? What was the show that he did music for? Oh my god, he wrote a bunch of books too. I saw that. Like three of them are adult novels for adults. Yeah, like this adult entertainment is like just for like adults. What the fuck? Wow, there's a song on adult entertainment called John Holmes. Not really. <laughs> I kind of want to listen to this one. So it looks like it's kind of like depressing and shit. Like, I wish I were a child again. Like, what the fuck is this? So, to make this a Weezer, more Weezer-based. Oh, wait, here's... What the fuck? Oh, this is... This is not complete. All right. Go ahead. I bet there's a little bit of Raffy influence in Rivers. Obviously, you, we were just talking about the influence on those whistling at the beginning of uh, Da Vinci. <laughs> you think he was like, yo, guys, we got to get some Raffy on this track. <laughs> Dude, I could totally see it happening. There's a Raffy Weezer collaboration. Oh, dude, Raffi turned down the, a film proposal for Baby Beluga because of the danger and the funding, which was also based on exploitative advertising and marketing. Oh, wow. He was born in Egypt, but he is Canadian of nationality. 
Hold on. In February 2016, Rafi released the song Wave of Democracy in support of American Senator Bernie Sanders' run to be the nominee for the Dem- Democratic Party and U.S. presidency. Wow. He's a Bernie bro. Rafi is a Bernie bro. All right. You heard it here first on the Weezer Brack. I think, we're, I think we broke news again. <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> Two and a half years ago, wherever you released the song, where you heard it first on the Weezer bracket. <laughs> oh my God. If Raffy releases a Bernie Sanders song in the world, does it, does it really exist? Does it make a sound? This is definitely him. time of turning this time of yearning feel the wave of democracy as we weave together a future to believe in feel the wave of democracy by the way this is 8600 views on youtube by the way stand together feel the wave of democracy I don't think he could vote. He's Canadian. No, he can't. He's can. He's Canadian. I like that this is targeted as adult for adults, but this is clearly just written as yeah, he, a child he, song. He can't do anything else. Okay, this is enough. This is enough. Yeah, for a, a pro Bernie song, there is not a lot of uh, Bernie. Sounds, sounds like a pro America, like democracy song. Anyhow, <laughs> we I don't think so that, fucking much doing this. I would show. say that was an influence on Da Vinci, but actually, Da Vinci came out before this song. Yeah, da, da Vinci was not affiliated with the Bernie Sanders candidacy in any way. So, which song do you dislike more? You know, I dislike both. There's just something about Da Vinci that really... Are you serious? <laughs> you hate... There's no way. You're just fucking with me now. There's no way you dislike it more than heart songs. I'm voting for Da Vinci. This is boy. This is a bullshit vote. <laughs> I'm voting for heart songs. All right. Well, you know what that means. I swear to God, if heart songs fucking is out out after this round, I'm fucking leaving this podcast. I am. I will. I will find a replacement. <laughs> okay. Who are you gonna find? I will. <laughs> I will do it with Ben Miller. Okay. <laughs> That would actually be pretty weird and interesting. I think that would be fun, actually. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the odds of Da Vinci moving on are four to one. Oh, God. Okay, <laughs> let's call someone. They're not going here again. <laughs> All right, we are going to be calling children singer and songwriter Rafi. Uh, except we don't have his phone number, so we're going to try some other people. <laughs> I would love to talk to Rafi about Weezer. I want to talk to him about Bernie. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Feel the way. I guess we're calling Unterman. Of this- democracy. 
This makes, makes me really nervous because he's not going to know either of these songs, and there's a chance he just votes for Da Vinci. I mean, this is, yeah, this is going to definitely be a wild card if there's ever been one. Andrew Underman's at a baseball game, so let's see how how helpful he'll be, he will be. Yo. Hey, what's up? Hey, you're on the bracket. Hold on. <laughs> this is great fucking <laughs> entertainment, guys. We're, we're so happy. I'm on the bracket. You're yeah. on the bracket. Joining us now, Andrew Andrew Underman. Um, you guys were calling me as I was leaving a uh, Angels versus Rangers game. Yeah. Who won? Um, no one. Zero plus zero <laughs> equals zero. <laughs> were no runs scored yet? Zero. Oh, no, they Point. scored zero. six runs, but, like, I mean, uh, the game's still going on. Wow, I've not known you to leave a game while it's in progress. Well, I didn't. I didn't intend to go to the game. They just gave me tickets. So, like, I'm apparently now headed to a place that's famous for Chicago hot dogs in Buena Park. Wait, wait. So you were like reverse mugged? Like, hey, asshole, you're taking these tickets. You're going to this fucking game. <laughs> uh, this it was a weird experience. I mean, I wasn't by myself. I was with like a bunch of other people. Like, if I, go to a game by yourself. Some fucking weird shit. Underman, if you're in, you're you're in Anaheim, I suggest you go to the Subway Cafe. Are you guys hearing my, my navigation right now? <laughs> Your guys, look, the listeners are now part of this journey. Okay, all right. So, Andrew, we got these two songs. Yeah, I don't know. Think you'll know either of them, but you should know okay, one. What, I, one's yeah. a really bad song called Heart Songs, <laughs> and the other one's a pretty good song no, called no. Da Vinci. No, they're both bad songs. Don't don't, don't let them lead you astray. You, you have you have to pick between two songs. One is called Heart Songs, and the other is called Da Vinci. Um, I, I, I am on speaker. Did you say fart bones or fart ball? <laughs> wow, maybe I'll even you you. It can be the two Andrews. <laughs> I love fart jokes, dude. We should start our own fart. fart. Balls? Heart songs. Heart palms? Songs. That fucking sucks too. <laughs> well, yeah, it does. I mean, both songs suck. Like and the other song is called Da Vinci. Like Leonardo. Okay, um, da Vinci, you know, is it like, hey, I'm, I'm inventing weapons for royalty, <laughs> and I'm a great painter, and like it's like the plot of Hudson Hawk, and all, all this fun stuff. Um, That's true. There's the Hudson Hawk element. Yeah, we yeah. haven't considered what, that yet. What, do you? What? Do you have a Hudson Hawk video game? I feel like you played the Hudson Was Hawk there, video game. I did not. Was there a Hudson Hawk video? I remember game? The, reading the Nintendo Power about the Hudson Hawk video game. And they like because uh, that was all advertising. They tried to make it seem awesome, and you're reading it like this is not gonna. Give I'm gonna say something. Hudson Hawk low key rules. I'm, I will always defend that. I've actually film. never seen. It's pretty fun. Um, it does not low key rule. You're, uh, look, look, I'm speaking on behalf of your listeners, talking back to <laughs> the, the ether. It's not good. It's a really, it's a piece of shit, actually. So uh, <laughs> good defend Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk is an underrated film. Oh my god! Hudson Hawk is like Bruce Willis, the human being. Just really an awful, awful, awful person. <laughs> like awful and like 
like just like mean to people and you and your potato face children. (laughs) I mean, hold on. Does Hudson Hawk take shots at Kevin Smith? Because I think that might redeem it for me. (laughs) I just found out. Yeah, I was there. Did we get to that thing that all I texted was the word wait and he knew I was going to say Kevin Smith immediately after it? (laughs) Underman just texted me today. He goes, wait. And I and I knew exactly what he was going to ask me. <laughs> he was going to say Kevin Smith hosted I the Amanda. I've him in like you know three or four days, and all I write down is the word "wait." And he's like, "Oh, he's about to talk to me about Kevin Smith." <laughs> yeah, I, I knew what was coming. <laughs> um, like, what what is this fat skinny motherfucker up to now? <laughs> he is uh, leading Q and As for movies that he has watched on his laptop at a veggie grill. Did you hear that? On the plus side, it is playing locally. I did find out that it is playing uh, yeah, the, locally. So it's playing Santa Monica, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Uh, well, the movie Mandy want, that we're Nick, talking about. What? Nick, Nick, do you want to go see it? Yes, I do. Texting you? Yeah. Uh, well, let's go see it on Friday. Okay. I would love to do that. Okay, but can you... All right. So what, which of these two songs do you think is worse? <laughs> Look, I'm multitasking here. I'm trying to get some hot dogs. I'm playing my Friday out and... Okay, so it's Da Vinci versus Heart Farts, or Heart Palm. Heart Song. Heart Song? Yeah, like a, like like it is a song with the word songs in the title, yes. Look, okay, two of my ideas, like Heart Fart was good. Heart Palm, like Heart Palm sounds interesting because his heart is on his palm. Like, I've never heard that before. Well, then heart you know song. what you need to do. You need this to. Like, this is like a heart of palm, palm of heart. Isn't it like? Uh, oh, hearts of palm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like, yeah. That that is a. Uh, I'm gonna I, honestly, I'm gonna have to scale this as the Angels versus Rangers game, where no one is a winner and I'm the loser for even participating in the viewing in question. But we're gonna have to go for heart song because Da Vinci <laughs> at least sounds classy. Yes, yes. Thank God. Thank God. Thank you. You know what? Look, if you're at a restaurant and you're like, oh, that place is called Da Vinci's, they got good pizza. You believe that. You really do. <laughs> this is a logic train we did not take. Uh, but you like, know what? I would, eat song, at the, I would eat at Da Vinci's Pizza. I would. Like, hard song is like, what is that? What is that? It is the worst is song. It about, it what is are songs about? Can I ask? Wait, can I ask what? what the songs are going off Heart, of. Like, I mean, Heart Songs is about, is him li- basically just listing songs that influenced him. It's like he, we, we won't, uh, we didn't start the fire, but it's just shitty heart song, heart, um, old 80s songs. Yeah. And then Da Vinci. Wait, so it's like, um, the wheels in the bus go round and round, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Um, wow, you really do not know this band at all. <laughs> no, no, Honestly, no, we I, did just I, talk, we just had like a 10 minute discussion about Raffy in the, during this segment. Hold on, did you know Raffy's a Bernie bro? Um, not surprised. Uh, I, honestly, if you told me Raffy was a part of ISIS or an extreme <laughs> liberal or an extreme conservative, I would believe all of these things, all of the above. You know, I, I actually would too. Yeah, it doesn't shock me. I mean, we got Nothing our information from Wikipedia. Who knows yeah. how accurate it was? Um, that doesn't lie. Ever. The, the, the Da Vinci song is basically him saying that he is so in love with this woman that he cannot express it, and no artist. <laughs> and no artist could express what he is feeling or her beauty. Like I the, feel bad that I like the Muppets, therefore, like, like. 
it makes me feel gross that they're even like attached to the Muppets history. The fucking what is it, Stream Cuomo or whatever his name is? <laughs> you just call him Stream Cuomo. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo. No, no relation no, to Andrew he's not Cuomo. A river. He's a stream, and they all the river meets the stream, and it leads into the ocean. What are you talking about? I'm talking about geology. Geology? That's rocks. I was actually at a uh, art exhibit, and uh, one of the Weezer guys was there online, and he wanted to see this exhibit where they showed like liquid uh, LSD. W- was it Brian Bell? Um, okay, this is a tall, tall-looking motherfucker, like lanky glasses. Wait, is this a real like, story? Is a real story. I went to a museum exhibit, saw one of the guys from Weezer. I'm like, yeah, it's the guy from Weezer. It's not Stream. Well, he said tall. It wasn't Rivers. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's got to be like Brian Bell, probably. It might be Pat no, Wilson. No, okay, I know it wasn't. Um, yes, it was Pat Wilson because it's so okay. funny. Because if you look, if you actually go to Google, if you Google Pat Wilson, you get the actor Pat Wilson from Little Children and the Conjuring series. Yes. Yeah, he's in... Uh, we, we have Googled all these guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it, so disrespectful that, like, you get, like, the other guy. No, the other Pat. Like, it's like the black Michelle Williams and then the other Michelle Williams who, like, makes indie films and really shitty big-budget movies. I just ran into her at a bar. She wouldn't make eye contact. You know why? Why? Because she's in the Venom music video. She high fives uh, Eminem when they're rapping what? about Venom. <laughs> he just made that up. That's not true. I can never tell. No, yeah, but it, it could be. Hold true. It, if, wow. you, if you told me that, that Michelle Williams was in the Eminem Venom video, I would say maybe. Yeah. She also married uh, what's his no, name? No, I'm here he, he was there too. You. Yeah. What do you think the Venom music video, if there is a Venom music video, is going to be like? It's going to be Eminem inside the Venom suit. I think it's going to be basically like the Lose Yourself music video. Just like him like staring out and just like rapping while you just cut the clips from fucking Venom. No, the suit is going to be enveloping him. I disagree wholeheartedly. I think it's going to be more like the like Terminator 2 one where like instead of Arnold going in the concert, it's going to be like Venom's. At some like underground rap battle. How did like, like? Oh did, shit! Did they Venom's get, here. Do you, do you think they got like and Schwarzenegger then, for like two hours for that music video? That music video is great, and they just like show a sign of respect because that's what robots <laughs> and uh, rock stars feel about each other. <laughs> Dude, Iron Man. Next time I, I gotta send you this picture of of, of modern day Axl Rose and just, uh, now I, I just kind of ruined it because like, yeah, I, he did. Because the funniest thing is I just send you a picture and it, he looks like a pudgy British man now. That's exactly no, what he, he looks, looks. He looks like um, Rip Taylor or whatever. The <laughs> yeah, he does. That's exactly who he looks like. He kind of looks. Yes. He looks the guy. He kind of looks like a skinnier version of the guy of the uncle from uh, Harry Potter too. Rest in peace. Yeah, that, that dude's dead. The girl, <laughs> the girl is. He was in the Naked Gun movies. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, and he's uh, in uh, With Nail and I. Yeah, he had. Um, what the hell? Uh, Wilson's mother was on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Those OJ Simpson? No, no, no. That's that is low hanging fruit. Where we talk about OJ, I don't have to talk about OJ all the time. <laughs> hey, hey, Anderman. Guess what I just yeah. got? I have a copy uh, of Juiced. Oh, oh, oh! I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I've only just spot checked it. It's the whole thing, and it is uh, oh my atrocious. god! I'm passing. Simpson Nissan of all things. How ironic is that? You mentioned Juice. That is not ironic. That's a coincidence. 
Is this a grammar rodeo, or is this my opinions on the Da Vinci Code or heart fart? <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah. Bye-bye. Alan, Bye. do you have anything to promote? You know, uh, if anybody's hiring, I'm always uh, available. That's good. Um, and uh, let's go um, Let's go Weezer. Go Weezer. Go Weezer. Go All Weezer. Right. I'm here to promote Weezer. I'm here to promote the Weezer bracket. That's what I'm here to promote. I think, I think that's the third like person in the row who's, who's like promoted our podcast. I would really wish you'd promote it in other ways than on our podcast. <laughs> I, I, honestly, you guys, everybody, subscribe and, and give a good review. Give five stars. Oh, know? right. Yeah. Five stars or two stars. From, this is coming from a man who has a five star Uber rating. Oh. You know how fucking impossible that is? Yeah, I only have four point eight. I don't right know now. how all these uh I don't yeah. Are you just not talking to them? Because I feel that your rating would go way down once you start talking to them. Me? Uh, oh, oh okay. No, no, no. Basically it's like you just say like, Hey, it's uh how, how's the day going? Like about three minutes into it and they're like, Been pretty good. It's been pretty bad and then you're like, Yeah, it's it's good. Um and that's it. Make it simple. Well, there we go. There we go. And Words of you, wisdom. You know, you just that's how you get your five. That's how you get your five rating. All right. Well, I think we've wow. We have learned so much during this segment. Thanks. All right. Adios, fellas. All bye, Underman. Right, well, there you go. He if, actually. He, the truth about it is, he's used one Uber. He's got one <laughs> Uber ride. <laughs> uh, if, if he went on a second one, I bet the rating would be two point five stars. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, that's Andrew Utterman, a friend of ours. Uh, if you need a researcher for your program, he's excellent. Uh, he knows a lot about stuff. I mean, he doesn't know much about Weezer, but can recognize but as Pat you can, Wilson in line for a music But as you could tell uh, from listening to that, he knows a lot of other bullshit. <laughs> he does know that. <laughs> it's always impressive when he's around. All right, so... Yeah, Heart Songs. Look, Heart Songs is always going to go on. Let's, let's, let's be real. Round two, dreaming. Off of Weezer, the Red Album. Versus, thank God for girls. Off of Weezer, the White Album. Thank God for Girls is by far the worst song on the White Album. Yes. I recently was helping an acquaintance of mine move from the Seattle area to San Diego. And he can't drive. And so I was driving. By the way, if you have to do this, a little, little, little bit of advice. The U-Haul cargo van is not supposed to leave the area. You're supposed to bring that back to the exact one you, you, you uh, get it from. And they get real upset with you if you don't. Especially if you bring it several states away. But... They don't know how to charge you for that. It actually turns out to be really okay. That's a ridiculous thing. I, I Look, I'm watching my credit card waiting for like some huge charge, but yeah. it hasn't come. But on it, you know, 
I had time to revisit a lot of albums. And I revisited the White Album, and it's fucking great. It's a good album. It's a good album. It's all the whole way through. And we complain a lot about songwriting and decisions made. The White Album is kind of kind of the answers to all of our problems, you know? Like, we're like, why didn't he do this? Well, on the White Album, he does that, you know? Yeah. Why doesn't he see this concept out? He saw it out, and he experiments, and the experiments are controlled, they're restrained, but they break new ground, and they make interesting and enjoyable songs. I'm really, we talk about the Black Album, I'm really excited to see, because clearly he's trying, he's working on something. You know what I'm saying? It, it, like, Pacific Daydream feels like a half-assed, like, a bunch of leftover it, stuff it, from the White Album, yeah. and it's like, I have this stuff, I could just release this album, I, I'm going to keep on working on this other album, basically. Yeah, basically it feels like uh, like when you get a double disc. Yeah. Pacific Daydream's that second disc where it's like, here's some demos and some B-sides. You know? Yeah. You know what it feels like to me in some ways? What? It feels like almost, these are not comparable albums, but it feels like Amnesiac to the Kid A. Okay. I, I see where you're going yes. with, with that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. There's a couple more. There's like, um, Sufjan released that album after he did Illinois. That was just a bunch of like B-sides and things that he didn't get on Illinois, which is amazing that there were things that were on (laughs) Illinois, but there was like eight versions of Chicago on it. (laughs) Uh, what was, I forget the name of that album. It's not really an album. You know what I'm saying? It's not like no one considers it like in this, his official discography. But at least that one is upfront about it, you know? But Amnesiac's a real album too. And it's clearly a bunch of things that weren't used in the Kid A, like recordings and they went back and revisited them and like it's just like when you do something so i think it's also like when you're working so quickly and like you follow something up so quickly it's going to sound very similar but not a lot of times usually the second album is not as good because it's not clearly the best material yeah and it's still really odd that it came out so quickly like usually there's a couple reasons why an artist starts to churn out material that quickly uh, a divorce is number one. <laughs> Getting out of a record contract is number two. You know, like three would be like foreclosure. Like usually it's like a pretty quick cash grab. And in this instance, I do not feel that was their intention. I don't yeah. know what it was. I Maybe there's just some of these songs he was just burning. Like he's like, I got to get happy hour out to the people. Like, Have we talked about weirdly enough why we think um thank god for girls was the first single i honestly do not have a theory on i have a theory okay i think it was the first song he just wrote do you remember that did did we talk about that thing um evan dixon ex-podcast uh uh guest guest let's call friend of the show friend of the show (laughs) that's a that's a that's a healthier name for it yeah he told me about the Green Album, and he says he had heard like the reason the Green Album is those like certain selection of songs, or those were just the last ten songs that Rivers had written. And it makes sense as to why yeah. like the back half sounds so similar. So I feel like it could be similar, something similar to that. Like that's just the first song he wrote during that cycle, and it kind of going out there. Like I that, remember that song just kind of came out, and then there was no announcement for an album for a, like a few weeks, or maybe a, like, it was a, a while. Yeah, it was. An and odd it kind of feels but... like there may not have been an album quite yet. I don't think that White Album was... It doesn't feel to me that rushed. No. 
no, but it just doesn't feel like it, they quite knew what was going to be on the album yet. But he, that's fair. And like, but he thought, oh, here's a song, fan girl, girls I wrote, I already got done, and they put it out. And like, I, I think that could be totally it. But it's weird because, like, I think in this kind of like post album, you know, iTunes digital download culture, that he could have put out, thank God for girls, realize what the white album was, seeing that. Thank God for Girls doesn't quite fit with it. And then just kind of like leave that there. Like there's just a one-off we did, just hey. And then let white be white, Yeah, you know? Would have made our selection of selecting two songs from the album very much, much more difficult. I'm really glad Pacific Daydream exists because we would have had to really, really scrounge the bottom of the barrel to f- come up with the rest of the 64 songs. <laughs> I mean, it's not that specific bad. different, but there's like three or four songs that belong on the bracket. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, but like, it's three or four. We could have, we could have. It found didn't. It. It was, this would just been every song off of like <laughs> red, uh, red, red, Hurley, and Ratitude. Like, yeah, it just been like make yeah. believe too. Make, make, make believe, believe is yeah. pretty represented on this bracket too. <laughs> it is. By the way, I just want to say thank you to the fan who made a, a selection of all the songs that weren't. On the bracket. From oh the my god! Yeah, we had we had a, that yeah. thing blew my mind. Yeah, thank you so much for that. By the way, thank you. Thank you for thinking of it. We kind of didn't. Yeah. even think about it. Also, made me realize the songs that we didn't put on this from the yeah. Uh, I knew already knew, but it makes it so much easier when it's kind of put in that format like that. Yeah, and it's weird to see that one Ratitude song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you know, even in the wake of this kind of Africa revival of Weezer that I think people still kind of have reservations about what a black album can be. Yeah, well, I don't think most people who who are like fans of the Africa single know what there's but, a, but I'm yeah. saying like what a new Weezer album could be, not necessarily the black album. Yeah. But what new one can be and I think white and you know many highlights of Pacific Daydream. Pacific Daydream. And, even, even, and even that extra bonus track I love the USA like I think they really represent. I was. I wanted to talk about that a little bit when we were talking about that Raffy Bernie song. This is kind of <laughs> that's like the Weezer equivalent of that song. How weird is it that there is a non-album song they made a music video for? I know it's with think, Pat Oswalt. And I think that's just like the, the state of the music industry anymore. Yeah, I think that's a oddly pretty fun music video. <laughs> Thank God for Girls is such a weird choice. I mean, like a lot of their first single choices are weird anymore. Yeah. And the fact that it has basically two videos. I can say, I don't like Feels Like Summer, but I can understand why they chose Feels Like Summer as the first single off of Pacific Daydream. Yeah, Feels Like Summer... It feels... I, feels Like Summer has a bigger commercial potential than Thank God for Girls. Oh, yeah. Like, they play, they played Feels Like Summer when I saw them live, and, like, I actually kind of like the acoustic version of Feels Like Summer. Do you think you would like the acoustic version of Thank God for Girls? No. No, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> Comparing it to Dreamin'. Dreamin', yeah. Dreamin' is... I will give... I think Dreamin' is structurally interesting. He's trying I think it is. Yeah, he's trying something different that he's... We have talked. It's kind of weird that it's on the same album as um, The Greatest Man Who Ever Lived. Right. And one is, feels like a more thoroughly realized version than the other. Yes. Yes, very much so. And Dreamin', oddly enough, like... 
were you with me with John Hendel when he was getting on my ass for comparing it to, I think I compared it to Arcade Fire or something at one time, which I get. I don't know. I was just trying to make it. I can totally see the Arcade Fire Oh, I said, I said I compared it to the Polythonic Spree, and he, <laughs> and he told me that's total horseshit. And I'm like, I don't think it sounds like a Polyphonic Spree song, but it's going for weird structural things. It sounds like a Polyphonic Spree song that kind of like spirals out of control. Yeah. That's a Polyphonic Spree song a lot of times. <laughs> Especially like that second album where they were all like nine minute long oh, songs. Man. And it's like, if we wanted nine minute songs, we'd listen to Fish and we don't. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird is that Dreamin', you know, especially now there's there's kind of in our music vocabulary, in our music grammar, there's sounds that we kind of equivalent to dreaming, you know? Like there's a whole subgenre called dream pop, and it's kind of this wavy sound. Like Beach House and whatnot, yeah. A little bit, yeah. And... You know, there's all sorts of like shortcuts you have in music. Like, a major chord is a happy song, well, a minor chord is a sad song. Uh, it's and, funny because, like, well, I think Pitchfork just did kind of um, a list of the 20 greatest like uh, dream pop albums. And I think like, I forget what number one was. I kind of half glanced it. But I would say, like, the first album that really started a lot of the sounds is actually The Cure's Disintegration, like back in 89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, by the way, Dreaming by Weezer does, sound, does not sound like anything off of this innovation. Yes, that's, that's what my point was going. Is like there's a shorthand, so like this sound means this, this sound means that, that we as a populace have just come to accept, yeah. you know? Slow, kind of melodic, a little hazy. And, and basically it's just like whenever, when someone tries to subvert that, it's usually for uh, good meaning. And then like some fucking YouTube asshole decides to like cover it and, you know, it's like uh, the Tears for Fears song, uh, Mad World. Yeah. It's like, okay, he's doing this for a point. Oh, no, we have to have this one guy do it slow, and everyone thinks, whoa, what Gary, a deep song. Uh, Gary uh, Shandling, I don't know. <laughs> Gary Shandling. It was Gary Shandling. <laughs> Gary Shandling did not do that slow cover of Mad sure World. I'm pretty sure it is Gary Shandling. Jesus, that was... That, I did not he was that. a diverse talent. <laughs> Jeez, wow. Well, rest in peace, Gary Shandling. You really did more for the world than I... <laughs> I cannot. I watched that five-hour Judd Apatow documentary. I cannot believe they did not once bring that up. That was the sixth hour. <laughs> What's this covering of Tears for Fears? <laughs> what What gets to me about dreaming is like, I don't feel that this is a willful subversion of those sounds, and I don't really know to what end like he's trying to make this song there's like a point in this song where he's like i think he has brian sing on it and there's a and he has brian singing about being in a meadow and he has like he has like the sounds of like bees in the back buzzing you know, like it's like the corniest shit like yeah like it's, it's kind of all over the place and it's just like i'm not even kind of getting what rivers dreams about at night you know it's like I don't even kind of like understand like what he's trying to say about dreams or anything like that. I don't think I don't know if it's you know what I I don't think he's even maybe talking about dreaming dreaming. I think he might be talking about daydreaming. But even still, still like it's just like I don't get where he is going with this. You know? Yeah, it's kind of a mess. It's a mess all over the place. Yeah, it is a mess, but it's at least more ambiguous than something like "Thank God for Girls." I don't know. Thank God for Girls has all these sort of questions. Like, why is he talking about cannolis? <laughs> <laughs> what about cannolis makes him think about women? I don't. 
I don't. It's a, it's, it's a phallic structure, you know. It's like it's it's a weird I, like what? I mean, your dick's like a cannoli. <laughs> I know. think you need to see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is just like a Kevin Smith podcast. Well, that's the end of the Weezer bracket. We're done now. <laughs> We, 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 but we will be back as the Raffy Bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is is any Raffy song that much different from any other Raffy song? We just heard his Bernie Sanders song, and it sounded like his like "I like to eat bananas" or what? Dude, that's what's gonna that make is. the Raffy Bracket kind of brutal. We're gonna have to really go at it. Good, because that's what we need to do: is torture ourselves some more. <laughs> Think about because, like, God, there's, there's, there were 31 albums. Okay, probably like four of those are like greatest hits. So it's like something like 26 albums. Hey, what? My question for you. What? Are you going to wait till we post this podcast? That you go and post that fucking Bernie song, or you're not going to be able to hold it? And are you going to go post it almost immediately? No, I can hold off. <laughs> I, I don't think it really matters. And I think you probably want that out in the world. I mean, no, not really. Yeah. That's not burning me up. Like if he, if he, it was actually like, Bernie's gonna be the man to save the USA. You know, something like that. Like sounds, then I would post that shit. That sounds like um. That sounds like. God bless you, married gentlemen. That was the yeah. I was just using a fucking tune. I don't know. I just kind of started and like I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyhow, I'm okay with the vote. I'm curious. Yeah. What are you gonna vote for? I am going to go with the Lena Dunham tribute song. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you. Thank God for girls. This is the <laughs> one that deserves to be. It's, What's you know your what? Favorite? It's got to be the one that almost broke you. I have yes, to, I have to that's agree with you. the one that stopped me from No, listening. the one that almost broke me. You, you went against the last round. Well, yeah, I was fucking with you. <laughs> All right. Thank God for girls. Moving on. What is your favorite episode of Girls? <laughs> episode uh, season two, episode three, the one with Marty. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we are done with the Sweet Sixteen, and how sweet it is that we have eliminated eight more songs. We are on to the Elite Eight, the right. Elite Eight worst Weezer songs. How good does it feel, Andrew? It feels really good to know that we don't won't have to do this much longer. I mean, I enjoy this actually. But yeah, like, this is. Fun. And, I, and I'm, I'm looking forward Hold to. On, maybe- how else would you have known that Raffi is a Bernie bro if we hadn't done this project? We wouldn't have looked at what? Who was it? No, it wasn't Shannon Elizabeth. Who was your childhood? Crush? It was Shannon Elizabeth. Her website? Yes. Okay. We yeah. Yes. We wouldn't have looked at Shannon Elizabeth's website if we hadn't done this. We hadn't got to hear Andrew Underman talk about. Um, Hudson Hawk tonight. No, we absolutely would have heard about that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to happen. That there was, was going to be was Andrew, absolutely there, going to happen. There was going to be some podcast somewhere in the in the world where Andrew Underman just gives his like opinion of Hudson Hawk. Yeah, he's having had. He's apparently had to been edited out of a few. Podcasts. Oh God. <laughs> um, your winners this week: Heart Songs and. Thank God for girls. Update your brackets at home. We'll update them online when we get to it. Uh, Guys, you have a great week. Yeah. Uh, Elite Eight's coming up. It's going to be some tough matchups, some tough decisions, but uh, I think we're up to the task. I think we can do it. I mean, yeah, I think we're actually going to finish this I know. project out. There's only a little bit we have left. Unbelievable. We've, we've gotten through the thick of it. Yeah, this is going much better than most of our projects. <laughs> All right, guys. You have a good week. More, 
more Weezer bracket coming out too, then the Raffi bracket, and then the uh, Sha Na Na bracket. All right. You guys have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye.